We're talking this, we're talking that. Hey, what we talking about? Man? We're talking sex, not fiction, just facts. Oh, man. The freaky hookups that you just had. It's gonna be good. This ain't the birds and bees for mom and dad. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, Karen, I just got home from the bar last night, and he wanted to get super geeky with me. What's up with that? Hey, yo, Ken, I'm really trying to drive the ladies wild. Can, can you tell me what to do? Can, can you give me some skills? Please? It's Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. Hi, this is Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Cat Van Kirk clinical sexologist and marriage and family therapist and i'm here with my my little mon chi chi of a gay boyfriend mr ross martineau yes that would be me you're <laughs> so cute and coddly thank you <laughs> and what are we Can here to do ross <laughs> we are here to answer all of your sex and relationship questions from each of our perspectives and if you want us to answer your question, we, which we will, you can call the Dr. Cat 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week listener line at 213-270-1968 or email us at sexchat at drcat.com. Correct. And you can support us by supporting our sponsors. Go to adamandeve.com right now and you can get 50% off, off almost any item plus a free mystery gift and free shipping on your entire order when you use the code Dr. Cat at the checkout. And you know, with Valentine's Day coming up, um, we have a little gift guide at the end of the show and next show. Um, so we want to make sure people use the code. Yes, that's right. For yourself or a loved one. Or for and, the for the, uh, for the men in your life, gay or otherwise, they can visit adammail.com where you get the same deal, 50% off almost any item plus a free mystery gift, which is three lovely porn DVDs of, uh, of Adam Mail's choosing, uh, which is, that's the surprise. That's the mystery. What Ooh. am I going to get this week? Um, and free shipping off your entire order when you use the offer code ROSS, R-O-S-S, at the checkout. That's right. It's like the whoopee cushion of gay porn. A little surprise every time exactly. you right. sit down. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and speaking of the boys, so on Twitter this week, one of uh, one of our followers um, uh, sent me this link for their web webisope s o a p webisope called Gossip Boy. I'll uh. Gossip Girl, I suppose. And I, I wondered if you got a chance to check it out, Ross. You know what? I did a little bit. I've been super busy this week, but I did check out the first two episodes. Yeah. And uh, so first, my question to you is, um, so how, uh, who, who who contacted you? Was it like the director or the producer? Or I'm just I'm just curious. Of... You know, I'm, I'm not somebody in their in their camp. You know, the I think it's the SF Gay Guys um, is their is their Twitter moniker. And there's a kind of a collective that puts the show on. So, and they just, they kind of wanted us to just look at it, give our opinion. And obviously too, I just thought it was a really cool way to get the word out about it. Cause I think it's, um, it's, it's fun and inventive and <laughs> it is. the reason is it's like, if it was the, you know, certainly the producer, like kudos, I'm clapping for you guys Yay. because you know, for just a simple, you know, quote, simple, um, you know, web soap opera, you know, it's gay centric, certainly, which we love, but uh, friendly to all. Um, the production values of it are amazing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, they're five minute clips of, uh, you know, it's really, it's kind of fun. You know, each episode, someone's reading the, you know, the little, the gossip boy book and it's, you know, kind of, <laughs> like a advice columnist or you know in 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 the book as they read it and then the episode unfolds and um so very fun very clever um lots of talented people and as i said i'm just 
super impressed by the by the production values. <laughs> I was too. No, because with you know you hear like webisode or um, any of the kind of the, the YouTube uh, series or things like that, and sometimes it's super hit or miss with the production values and with the acting, frankly. So yeah. I was pretty impressed on, on both counts. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I encourage definitely encourage people to go uh, check it out, webbysoap.com, and it's uh, Gossip Boy. And I promise that I will, by the next, um, not the next episode, the one after that, I will have, I will be all caught up. Because Ooh. it actually is kind of, yeah, once you get kind of hooked, you are kind of hooked. So I am curious to see what's going to happen. But um, I did watch the first two episodes, um, and um, it's uh, it's super awesome. Love That's it. right. Well, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep tabs on it. And real quick, I, I hadn't mentioned this before, but have you heard about the Newt Gingrich um, open marriage thing? Oh my God, heard it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone posted on Facebook today, you know, family values is Newt Gingrich <laughs> using his daughter to, to discredit his second wife's claims against his third wife. You know? <laughs> it's like, that's family value right there. <laughs> oh my God. I was, n- number one, I was, okay, apparently open marriage is a family value. <laughs> yeah. At least on this mm-hmm. show, it can be. Um, right. But really interesting. It, for those of you who don't know, he um, he asked apparently, allegedly, his second wife for a quote unquote open marriage or a divorce, because you know that's how we like to think about marriages. You know, if you really can't stand somebody and you want a divorce, but they're not going to give you one, well then, you know, open marriage is the next best thing, right? He just right, exactly. <laughs> I'm a little offended by that. But apparently, Mary Ann Gingrich recalled saying, "Is there anybody else?" And he was quiet. Within two seconds, uh, when he didn't immediately answer, I knew she said. So, um, anyway, just really interesting. And uh... and I imagine <laughs> at, the, at that point, the family value is probably hmm, a couple of million dollars in the divorce settlement. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's the family value there. <laughs> no, ex- exactly. So I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit to throw in, as we've talked about legit open marriages and you know those that work and those that don't and um you know when we're talking about socio sexual socio-political leanings uh just thought it was i guess when you when you broach the subject um you probably um don't want to already have your mistress in place (laughs) when you ask about you know an open marriage (laughs) right that kind of takes a little bit of your legitimacy you know away (laughs) slightly (laughs) so good luck good luck newt because if you if you're wanting that this uh what the third time around you might want us to help you weigh in on that and we can uh Mm -hmm. We can help you figure it out. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. What if he called into the show? I would lose my shit. Um, anyway, um, we actually have questions to answer, and we will do so um, right after this quick 30-second break from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Hey there, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and get 50% off just about any item. That's 50% off adult toys, lubes, movies, or almost anything you desire. Plus, get a free extra gift, so sensual, we can't mention it here. And to top it all off, free shipping. And no, we're not teasing. Just type Dr. Cat for the offer code upon checkout. That's offer code D-R-K-A-T at adamandeve.com. Okay, first question, yo. Um, it's from Pat. And Pat says, 
he gets off by being talked down to. He says, I've been downloading the podcast for a few weeks now. I find it awesome. Thank you very much. I've been finding so many things you speak about very relevant. In fact, I have rather an uncomfortable question for you, which, of course, at this point, Ross, I'm preparing for him to ask a personal question. But no, it's about himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, <laughs> damn it. Just I like find- a man. Just like a man. He says, I find that I'm really turned on by watching videos of girls humiliating a guy by saying that they have a small penis. He says, I am average down there, but I find that I'm most aroused by the type of talk from girls that humiliates my penis. I find that when I have sex, I think of the girl telling me that I'm small. This gets, um, uh, unfortunately, this gets in the way of, of him enjoying the sex itself. But he does say, I'd like to find a way to not be aroused by this since I find it very embarrassing. Could you give me advice on how to deal with it? Wow. Mm. Um Hmm, small penis. Um, I don't know. Turn it around and have them say how large and wonderful you are and what a what a caveman club you're carrying around there. Um, I don't know. Uh, stop having them t- humiliate you. <laughs> just stop it. Just stop yeah, it. That's just, a good just stop it. <laughs> well, okay. I, is there a patch? Maybe we can like a cigarette, like <laughs> quitting smoking. We'll get you like the the small penis patch. You know? Oh, I know. And, yeah. And then maybe he could end up putting it over his penis, and it could seem even smaller, and he'd get some other enjoyment out of that. So okay, so so here's the deal for me. When I hear somebody say that they've got an erotic template, right? Which we've talked about these before, which is how we develop uh, getting turned on by what we get turned on by, how we're all wired, and we spend our whole lives from you know, infancy to adulthood, developing that automatically. It's a subconscious thing, right? The, the erotic template, is that something that I can get at like Costco or <laughs> I Kmart? Was thinking, I was thinking Michael's Craft Store. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. You can have a new craft. You can craft the uh, erotic template. Um, but uh, so anyway, we, we developed this whole thing, right? And that's how we end up functioning um, and becoming aroused as we go throughout life is because we've got these these things that are imprinted in us that uh, we get aroused to. His thing somehow ended up being humiliation talk about a small penis, which he says that he, it's not even that he has a small penis. And for most guys, this is their worst nightmare, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Listen, little pindic. <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, obviously, I mean, that's a part of the, the whole point of humiliation. There is a whole, you know, quote unquote, fetish world out there that focuses on humiliation and degradation. Um, you know, you can go to special websites for it even. So somehow he's... I thought that, I thought that was what marriage was. No. <laughs> oh. Get, oh. Gay or straight marriage. <laughs> We're both now. Um, easier to say that before, all us straighties out there. Um, anyway, he... Um, so anyway, the, the whole point of the humiliation um, arousal pattern is that um, so he, he gets off of feeling less than that there, there's something that gets aroused within him when he gets talked down to about specifically about a small penis. So um, and there are plenty of people who have different forms of, of humiliation arousal. So his whole thing, it sounds like, you know, he wouldn't have an issue with it except for the fact that he's embarrassed by it. And I have to admit, when you talk about, you know, most people who have fetishes and fetishes people use the term pretty loosely what they actually what fetish actually means is you can't get aroused unless uh someone is um you know performing or you're viewing whatever fetish that you're into so he it sounds like he might be able to get turned on otherwise so i don't know if it is a true fetish but he's definitely aroused by this so either there's one or two things he can do there 
most fetishes are pretty hard to get rid of, point blank. And as therapists, what we try and get people to do is either A, accept them, um, and find a healthy way to utilize them, or B, redirect them in some other some other capacity. So kind of what you were talking about in a different way as far as, oh, we'll just make it about the big penis. Um, okay. <laughs> see, I knew that. I, see? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Deep down, you knew. You knew innately. So yeah. I tend to be more for, initially with most people I try and work with, getting them to just accept it. And, you know, Pat, ultimately when you're out there and you're having sex with women, lots of people have different different things that get them off and whether it's it's dirty talk or whether it's you know underwear or women's underwear men's underwear it doesn't really matter um, p- people always find something to be embarrassed about and working around the embarrassment and maybe just embracing it more and just utilizing it within your relationships is probably the f- first thing I would explore with him as a therapist and if not, if he's really bothered by it and really wants to get rid of it, um, you know, I'd probably work with him around, you know, what his arousal patterns are and figuring out, you know, when he desires to have that kind of interaction, like he kind of going into his self-talk in his head about what's going on for him internally and, and helping him become really conscious about it and then finding something else to to direct it towards and kind of desensitize him around the small penis stuff and direct it towards some other imagery or some other sensation um, when he's when he's intimate with someone. So those are really the two options. Alright. Sounds so, good. At least he has a choice. He does. You do have choices, Pat. Choices so. are good, yes. <laughs> That's right. Next exactly. question. So our next question is from Mary. And Mary's pent up. Mary says, I'm a 42-year-old woman who has never had an orgasm with or without a partner. Are there any techniques I can use to achieve one? I've tried to masturbate with a jackrabbit vibrator, mostly the clit vibrator, for more than two hours, and although I feel stimulated, I, it just it feels like I'm just frustrated, like to the point, to a point, but I can't release anything. I often feel hornier afterwards than I feel I should. Isn't there supposed to be a release of sorts? I never felt that. Oh. Oh, that, that sucks. <laughs> talk about people talk about blue balls with men women there is actually a physiological response that is very similar and it's called pelvic congestion and that is what you are experiencing oh my god <laughs> i'm all stuffed up but i don't know what to do <laughs> I, I need a decongestion <laughs> exactly wow so um never had an orgasm so i guess there's your homework mary i you know to start to you know find the g-spot or find the magic little button or tool or or finger or lip or tongue that's gonna pull the floodgate release the (laughs) release the congestion release the pressure it's true you know it's a lot of people expect they get in partnered relationships and they're like oh well my partner should just know how to get me off and that should just be the easiest part and and it's not and especially if you haven't had an orgasm on your own you can't be responsible for somebody else um or someone else can't be responsible for you having an orgasm. So it does, Mary, sound like you've tried and you've got you tried the whole jackrabbit vibrator thing, which is, is great. And you're right. It is, um, for those who don't know, the jackrabbit is a dual vibrator. Um, Annie carries them. It's got the little uh, rabbit ears on the top for the clitoris, but then it's also got like a traditional vibrator um, underneath it that you can insert, right? So it's dual. Nice. You get vaginal, vaginal and clitoral. Right. And she said she had been doing it for two hours, which... 
doesn't sound like you should have to do pretty much anything for two hours. I know, exactly. <laughs> I know. People are like, oh, I had rock and sex for two hours. Like, really? Wow. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> There's usually some soreness involved after that. Um, so, Mary, what I would suggest, also you're, you're 42, and, you know, there might be some hormonal stuff going on as well, but the fact that you've never had an orgasm um, is, is more the issue here. I would suggest Betty Dotson has a book called um for yourself and it gives some specific exercises for women who either don't masturbate or don't do it very often or just aren't orgasming on a regular basis and it gives very it gives specific exercises there and um i, I would all it will also help her in kind of vary her repertoire because versus just trying you know the rabbit vibrator it will also make other suggestions for her to try uh, right. because there really is no reason unless there's some physiological something wrong with you mary which most women who don't have orgasms, and I say most as in like 99% of whatever, it, it is just a matter of either a psychological or behavioral thing. And the, the book also would, will help you figure out how you're thinking about sex and if you're blocking yourself psychologically while you're trying to, to become aroused. So uh, get on Amazon and go check that out and, um, and see if you can kind of, I, I guarantee if you put a little bit of time in this, it doesn't have to be like two hours on like a vibrator, but... Read the book, try a few things, and I'm telling you, there's like a 99% success rate by committing to that. So, and there's actually a term out there. It's like I think it's in it like like anorgasmic or anorgasmia. Like, yep. Yeah, anorgasmia. Exactly. <laughs> the inability to have an orgasm. It's true. Which is leading me to segue for oh, we have a new segment don't we we have we kind of have a new segment i've been thinking about this you know um uh cat knows this and i don't know if our, our listeners may not but i'm really into words you know i'm a big um, musical theater queen and you know <laughs> love stephen sondheim and all his wordplay and i love double entendres and i like to do crossword puzzles i just i like words and so i thought that i would start maybe a new segment called Ross's pearls, so <laughs> my pearls wisdom, and I, I'd like to I'd like to share some words with our listeners. So I was thinking, you know, in this segment, I would introduce um, three words to our listeners. Um, one word would be uh, a word of sexual terminology, you know, something sort of may, maybe off the wall and obscure, like anagorsmia. Exactly. <laughs> and orgasmia. <laughs> and orgasmia, right? You love like, the words, you just don't like to pronounce them. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, you know, something from the sort of more sort of sexually oriented. And then the other yeah. thing that I love is I love um, I love euphemisms. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, what better way on this show than to sort of introduce euphemisms? So, you know, you get tired of saying, you know, cock and pussy. Oh, I'm you know. so bored with that. Yeah, I'm so bored. So I'm going to introduce some new words. So here you go, folks. Get your pen and pencil. So the word of today, today's word is brought to you by, <laughs> by Ross. So my first word is axilla. A-X-I-L-L-A. I do not know it. You know, that is another term for your armpit. <laughs> oh, really? Which, I, of course, I think is very sensual. It's a very sensual part of the body, you know. So <laughs> speaking of fetish, you know, so axilla. So everyone, you know, I, I, I want you all to use it in a sentence at some point during the week. Um, bonus My points axilla you... is sweating like crazy. I need a new deodorant. Okay, there you go. That's one way <laughs> I was thinking of something more sensual. Like, you know. It could be to somebody. Did you ever see the movie Flirting with Disaster? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the armpit licking, the axilla licking. See, there you go. Let's that might be 
oral axilla. Yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. And so, um, and then uh, going on to the euphemisms, I'm going to give you two of my favorites. Okay. So for um, a penis, one of my favorites, all-time favorites, has to be the purple crowbar. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Love the purple crowbar. So, and it's a bar um, somewhere. It's a bar. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then for a vagina, I love, I love me my bearded clam. Oh my god, that you do at least. I do not hate that term. <laughs> you know, so this is, you know, this is. I'm taking it all. Some of these are may may or may not be, um, uh, you know, to everyone's liking. Yes. I'm just passing them along. And so, um, you know. Uh-huh. Are you, are you still there? Oh, I'm sorry. Really... My uh, my thing is going crazy here on my end. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I was, you know, trying to shuck her bearded clam with my purple crowbar <laughs> while licking her axilla. <laughs> so how about that? So there yeah. you go, folks. I'm, I'm very impressed. And if anyone out there is is trying to enjoy a meal during our broadcast, I apologize. <laughs> hey, hey. So now my challenge to all of our listeners is I want you to go out there and I want you to use them in your own sentence. And also, I'd like to hear from you. What are some of your favorite euphemisms for a, a penis or a vagina? Let, let us know. That's true. You can send it to sexchat at drcat.com and we will feature them in future broadcasts. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so we move on to the next question. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Wes says... <laughs> Wes has hernia fallout. He says, I'm a 33-year-old male that had hernia surgery, and sometimes when my wife and I have sex, I hardly ejaculate but a little bit, like a drop or two. It also stings where I had my surgery. Is there anything I can do for this problem? Thanks. Ouch. Okay. I got to tell you, you know, at first, um, when I st- first started reading the question, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, my God, his hernia falls out <laughs> when he has sex. <laughs> It's like, oh, that could be so awful and painful. <laughs> that was my own little word play. <laughs> exactly. Honey, is that your ball sack that just hit my thigh? No, it's my hernia. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, and, and someone does probably have a hernia fetish out there, so I'm sure that's... That's relevant to someone. And I'll anyway. find the word. I'll find the word. For you it will I, <laughs> for next show. Exactly. Um, wow. Okay. My thing is go see a doctor. Go see a physician. Stinging and you know anything that hurts after surgery is probably not a good sign. No. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I, my first question, yes, would be, how long ago was your surgery, and were there any complications? Because I'll tell you, most surgery surgeries. Um, you know, the, the procedure is pretty simple. You're in, you're out of there. And granted, you're uncomfortable for a week or two afterwards. I mean, my husband has had a double hernia surgery. Um, and he's he's about the same age. You know what I mean? So it's not just like, mm-hmm. you know, some old guy issue. Um, so the whole issue about the ejaculate and dro- only a drop or two, that's really odd. Because in theory, you know, ejaculation, ejaculate comes from the seminal vesicle, which is down in your testicles. And it gets pushed, pushed up through the vas deferens. Um, which are the tubes that carries it, you know, out the penis. And in theory, even for the most groin, you know, hernia that exists, uh, your doctor shouldn't be coming in contact with any of that equipment. So, um, yes, get back to the doctor, do what Ross says, um, have him double check everything out, make sure that there wasn't some other, you know, something got nicked or cauterized or cut that shouldn't have been. (laughs) 
right. Well, the other thing too, and I think a hernia, right? It's kind of like it's when part of the lower intestine right bulges. Is that yeah. it? Or yeah. So a lot of times the part of it is they they push it back in, and I'm wondering, you know, maybe if they pushed it back in and it is pressing against, you know, his that's difference, then that could be um, uh, causing him not to be able to ejaculate. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I've never heard of that, but yeah, that's part of the reason why he just needs you know, the doc to get down there and either palpitate it or get an ultrasound or something, because in theory, um, and depends how he had the, the hernia repaired as well. Cause there are several different types of surgeries for that too. So, um, Wes, take these, take these self back to the, thy physician. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Get out. out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next question is from dissatisfied and dissatisfied is all wet. And he says, or she says, I'm sorry, um, I've been with my partner for about two years. We've been in a committed relationship for a little over a year. We have a great sex life, but I'm never satisfied. Mm. Mm -hmm. If we argue, it has to do with sex and him not feeling like he's giving it to me enough. Um, just, um, just recently, he came all over me and slapped my clit with his penis. I think some people just want to hear us say that sentence. You know? I think so too. I was like, that's yeah. a, that's a turn in the uh, in the question. Okay. Right, exactly. It's going to be someone's ringtone <laughs> with your voice specifically saying. Exactly. Right. And here's here's the next ringtone. I ringtone. I began to squirt. Oh, your favorite thing ever, Ross. Oh yeah. He quits and said he didn't want to get all wet. I was so dissatisfied and upset. Why can he have me? Um, why can he have his but not me? Is it a control thing? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Okay, next question. Right. Coming from. <laughs> done, done, and done. Um, so I find this question interesting because she in one in one sentence before it before it gets dirty says, you know, she has a great sex life, but she's not set, but she's never satisfied, right? And then. Um, so it sounds like sex in general is fine, except when it comes to the squirting thing. And he's he, her, her as her partner, not into, not into being a part of the waterworks. Is what it sounds like. Right. Now, is, is squirting isn't that part of like quote unquote a female orgasm? So if she's squirting, then something good is happening down there. So right. I'm not sure if she's waiting for it to burst into flames or. <laughs> You know, freaking fireworks to explode, but right. Yeah, I was gonna say she, she, if she's not orgasming with with the squirt, you know, with the female ejaculation, I'm not quite sure what else is supposed to happen. You know, it's like, um, <laughs> the fat lady has sung, so to speak. So. Exactly. Where's the marching band? Right. So, um, you know, I would say depending on her husband, she knows her husband obviously far better than we do. As far as I'm, as far as I know, Ross. So if she's, well, they're two years in, <laughs> right? And if she thinks that um, that it's a control thing, and the fact that that's that's the that's the response she's already offering up to us, then it probably is. Obviously, you know, maybe he has some issue with um, some men are intimidated by women who squirt because they figure they're the only ones who have the right to squirt in a relationship, right. Um, right. and they should probably have a conversation about it or. I've just run into some, you know, I run into a lot of guys who are like, oh my God, I wish my wife or girlfriend would squirt. But also there are some guys who are like, you know, it's like either if she squirts, I, I, I keep some towels around or we do it in the shower so that it's a quick cleanup or I just, she can squirt, but I'm just not into it. And it might okay. simply be that issue. How did this turn into a squirt question? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's in the question. I, well, it is in the question, but it doesn't sound like it. Like it's like this time he slapped my clit with his penis. <laughs> There's this ringtone again. Slap my clit. Slap my clit. 
with the penis, with the penis. Um, I began to squirt. So it doesn't, you know, it sounds like the bigger issue is that he's not satisfying her. Sometimes, you know, in this instance, she began to squirt and he said, oh, that's, I'm done. Mm. So yeah, it is a controlling issue. It's a selfish issue, if you ask me. So you got to work it out or ditch the bitch. (laughs) Right. Somebody's getting ditched. Um, But okay, sure. So if you want to talk about the slapping the the clip with the penis and and all that, um, you know, obviously, I mean, that's, that can be a common part of people's sex play. I mean, that, that to me doesn't, scream of of control issues but um and obviously i mean the whole thing about her squirting as a result of that usually there's more of a g-spot kind of internal um uh play that's happening with that so i'm a little confused by that but yeah obviously i there's an undercurrent of control here and whether that's she thinks there's an issue where there is or isn't they need to have a conversation about it and figure out if that's because some people with control issues they they like that in the bedroom um right. and obviously some people do not and then as far as the issue to too wet or to not be wet um that is a whole other issue so that is the question <laughs> gay take straight take it's the featured toy of the week Um, right. And obviously, some people do not. And then, as far as the issue to to wet or to not be wet, um, that is a whole other issue. So that is the question. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> <laughs> so with Valentine's Day right around the corner, Ross, mm-hmm. um, we've got the featured toy of the week. Yes! Yay! So this is going to be the girl's guide to um, to Valentine's Day, or the the guy for the guys to buy for her. And um, right. first up, we have the Red Hearts Glass Dildo. This is a pretty <laughs> gift. It's actually really lovely. It's a clear glass dildo that is ribbed for her pleasure. So actually, there are little hearts that are drawn all around the edges of the of the um, of that the dildo. That are raised. Yes. Yeah, that are raised so to give. Uh, to give her pleasure upon entrance and exit. Yes. yes, I think it's a very actually, and and just as far as a glass, you know, dildo goes, it's very attractive. It's got kind of a cutesy sort of feel to it. So for especially for somebody who hasn't bought a lot of vibrators or dildos, to me, it's a it's a it's a kind of more friendly variety um, that would be a good intro for people who who haven't normally been comfortable with that before. Yeah. And you know, if you want to um if you this this might be one too if your if your wife or girlfriend is a little shy about playing with toys, it's actually kind of cute. It is. It's totally cute. So, you know, she might get off on that first before getting off on the dildo. Right. And you know, worst case scenario, if she doesn't use it for sex, she can she's got a lovely paperweight. So, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and the uh, the next the next product. Oh, and by the way, just so everybody knows, all these products you can get on adamandeve.com. You can use the Dr. Cat code or um, the Ross R O S S code on Adam Mail because I think some of these exist on both sites. So, um, but the next one. So people talk about lingerie and women in particular. And for those women who are not into lingerie, I found you a piece of lingerie that I think I think you can deal with. <laughs> it is brilliant. It is. I saw it. Yes. Yes. It's very cute. It's called the Office Affair Sleep Shirt Set, and it's exactly what it says. It's it's basically it's a um, it's um, kind of a a, a, a button down shirt with you know notch collar, French cuffs, little shirt tail hem, and it you you it's it's a button down, 
And it's got a matching nylon lace halter bra that ties around the neck with a matching lace thong. And so it's basically the piece of lingerie for women who don't want to prance around in like a ridiculous bustier. Um, and I, I think it's 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 pretty hot. And I think what makes this sexy, besides the the porn model who's wearing it, um, <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing, um, is that it's like the, the the thing that I love is that it's actually it's a, like a man's cut shirt. Yes. So the sort of the fantasy is that you know you get just had like kind of sex on his desk at the office, and mm-hmm. you know put his shirt on to cover up because the janitor is about to break in on the two of you or something. You know, <laughs> right. the hot the hot hot janitor who's about to take your husband from behind <laughs> right. oh i'm sorry that's my porn fantasy <laughs> I, I can see where that turned um yes yeah. you're correct there's a little illicitness about that and the third product is called intimate organics relaxing oil and that's again for somebody else who you don't want to buy a dildo you don't want to buy lingerie okay fine buy a product that is sensual and that you you can use for a massage and or as as a lube and what i like about Obviously, it's in the title. It, it, it's an organic uh, oil. And you've got, uh, it's like lemongrass and coconut notes. And it's very energizing and soothing it at the same time. And I just, um, I really like this line of products, the Intimate Organics Relaxing Oil. So, um, so you have no excuses to get your, get your lever a little something fun for, for Valentine's Day. We do have a lot of people that, that write in questions that, you know, my love life is dead or we're lacking intimacy. Hello, everyone loves a massage. You get the oils and that's a great way to start things up again, you know. You sort got it. Re- reintroduce uh, intimacy into the relationship. That's right. Nice little aromatherapy action at the very least. You'll sleep better. <laughs> Here you go. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Yes, you have questions, we have answers. You can email us at sexchat at drcat.com. And as always, we love to hear from you. Uh, we want to review. You can review us on iTunes uh, or on Dr. Cat's website, or you can uh, call in and let us know how we're doing. Also, I want to hear your favorite euphemisms for <laughs> dick and vagina. Yes, you too can make it onto Ross's Pearls of Wisdom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also, just so everybody knows, uh, the last couple shows I mentioned, that uh, my first iBook was released. It's Sex Tips from Hawaii. It's on iTunes. It's free, free, free. And the the reviews are in. We're getting some really great reviews. It's actually, funny enough, as far as enhanced books go, which means books that have video or audio with them, we last week were number 12 ahead of even Tina Fey's Bossy Pants at 14. <sighs> Get out of here. I know. <laughs> love it. Love it. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So we're very excited about that. Go check it out. Sex Tips from Hawaii. It's free. Um, it's And you can get it on iTunes. So you can't beat that, yo. All right. Bye, Dr. Cat. Thank you. Bye. We'll talk soon. Ta-ta. <laughs>